are now tuned in to Trust the Scoop with your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes the Scoop. Welcome to Trust the Scoop. My name is Cameron Dukes, and it is my birthday, Will Eagle. I know y'all probably thinking, Dukes, what the hell wrong with you? But I just wanted to show y'all how I watch Auburn games this year, just like this. Looking like I'm ready to be committed to an insane asylum. What's up, y'all? It's been a couple weeks. I know it. Last week, we went audio only. I just wanted to kind of see how I was going to do. And, uh, man, we, we blew it out of the water, y'all. You know, we uh, charted top 30 audio for football, uh, top 200 overall sports show. So, man, I, I super appreciate everybody who uh, went and checked it out without being on YouTube. So, thank you, guys. And without further ado, welcome to Trust the Scoop. I'm your host, P. Dukes, Philip Dukes. Follow me on Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. Follow me on Twitter at Dukes the Scoop. And follow me on Facebook or a friend request me at Philip Dukes. Well, guys, uh, so uh, happy birthday to my son, uh, Cam, the biggest Auburn fan in the world. I mean, uh, we've been going crazy. This is one of the gifts I got him. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, uh, real cool. If you want to know how to get one of these, I can put you down. And uh, But outside of that, man, South Carolina, man, we, we got a lot to work on, man. And uh, I, I really don't have a whole lot of funny jokes this week. I don't have a whole lot to say. I got some things that we really need to talk about. All right, so the Arkansas game, right? I watched the Arkansas game. We went up 17 to nothing. I figured that we're going to blow them out. I figured that the pedigree was going to show some of the recruiting that we've done in the previous years was going to go ahead and show itself. And we would be a, 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 just a better than Arkansas. And we almost lost that game. Where did we lose the game that we actually won? Like that was a game that we won. And I'm glad that we won. But in a lot of ways, it felt like a loss. And that's a bad feeling, especially in a year like this. So we got mud drug by Georgia, and then we go back to Arkansas, and that's that's the game that I'm thinking that we're really going to go ahead and assert ourselves and show who we really are. And uh, we barely win, and a lot of people really think that we probably should have lost. And I'm one of those people that feel like a win is a win, but you cannot take lightly some of the things that almost cost us to lose. Uh, clock management, right? Um, the defensive line. So I saw some very, very positive things, and I also saw some things that were really, really troubling. One of the most troubling things that I saw was our depth. We are not a very deep team this year, all right? So I'm, I'm going to shoot you straight. Like somebody called me a sunshine pumper, and I talked about his mama and because uh, I'm not a sunshine pumper. And uh, sorry, dude, uh, stepson, I uh, didn't mean to put you out there like that. But no, nah, seriously, like I'm keeping it real. So – if you go back and look at the Arkansas game, the, probably the most troubling thing on the defensive line is that if Raheem Boyd would have played that game, we'd probably lose. Why, Dukes? Because our gap integrity on defense, making sure that we are where we're supposed to be to keep the linebackers free, was horrible that game. Some of those lanes on the backside, uh, and no disrespect to the Arkansas running back, he did a, he did a hell of a job himself. But there were some lanes so big on the backside because of the defensive linemen getting rolled up and getting out of their gaps that you could have drove a truck through them. 
But luckily, we weren't playing Georgia. We weren't playing some of those other guys. We weren't playing Rakeem Boyd. If he plays, totally different story. And uh, I'm hearing that they are working on that. It's something that they're going to get corrected. But for Zacoby McClain and Owen Papo to have the type of games that they did, playing as many snaps as they have, and still contributing on, contributing on special teams, they had a very, very special performance against Arkansas. You got to think. These guys are used to rotating in. Now, last year, they played four or five linebackers, mainly four. This year, as of last week, they played two. The other guy to get in was a DB. The third linebacker right now is, in effect, a DB. And as we continue to get into the season, the defensive line is going to have to grow up on the interior. I really, really like what I saw on the edge last week. I like what I saw out of... Uh, what I saw of Derek Hall when he was in the game. Uh, Wooden is going to be a really, really good player for us. They're growing up fast. But the D tackles, we have to get better play. And I believe we can get there. There's some guys that I spoke about previously that I thought would have had a bigger impact that they didn't. And I think it's about that their assignment football isn't where it needs to be. Right? A lot of people have been asking me about MAR. Uh, MAR is a ball player. We're going to see him eventually, but... A couple things that he has to get down as far as his assignments when it comes down to the pass pass protection being one of them. And uh, he's going to get better, and I've heard he's gotten better. He's improved. I'm not sure if we'll see him this week, uh, especially uh, if we do get Worm back. But Tank Bigsby, man, good gracious. Tank Bigsby is everything his name says it is, and he looks like that next special back in the Auburn lineage of running backs. I've spoken to multiple former running backs from Auburn, and they, they're all super, super impressed. And he's doing this as a true freshman. And he doesn't even have the girth or the weight of some of the other true freshmen that we've seen, namely Michael Dyer. Like, he's just a dog. And I can't even imagine to see him with another year if he would have been able to get the full complement of a whole season of offseason workouts as he reported early last year. So just definitely super excited about Tank Bigsby, Anthony Swartz, 10 catches, 100 yards, outstanding. I, I really want to see them continue to get him the ball in different ways, and I want to see more route combinations with him and Seth playing on the same side. Let Seth be the outside guy with Swartz in the middle and see what we got. Now, we saw a little bit of that, but I can't wait to see more of it. Or I want to see Capers more. Definitely want to see Capers more, and I think we will. I think we're, we're, we're Auburn traditionally has been one of those teams that when they have difficult years, they take a tough loss early and they start to put it together. And then we find out if they're a contender when they play that second tough game. So usually usually it's the LSU game that we'll lose. And then by the time we get to Georgia, we'll figure out if we're a contender or not. And they use, or uh, Florida, whoever it is, that second tough team. The second tough team this year is Tennessee. But I don't want to even go that far. South Carolina is probably... The most important important game we'll play right now. Why are you saying that? We cannot show that we are on the same level with South Carolina and expect to recruit against Georgia and Alabama. We won't get those guys. We won't get those guys that are on the borderline if we don't show that we are not in the bottom, nah, the, the second half of SEC teams. Because we know what you got when you've got Georgia. You know you've got Alabama. Florida has shown themselves. Tennessee, even though they lost by more points, played better against Georgia than we did. It was more competitive. Now, 
They didn't run for any yards either, which I thought was big. And I'm really glad that Georgia did beat Tennessee because it shows that Georgia is establishing itself as one of those top-tier teams in the nation, not just the SEC. So what they did to us is going to happen to other teams. Now, when it comes to recruiting, the worst thing that can happen to Auburn this week is for Georgia to beat Alabama. Why? A lot of the two of the top targets on our board right now, right, are Scooby Williams and Smile Monday. Those two guys, right? They are both googly eyed about what Georgia has going on right now. Googly eyed. I've always reported that Smile was favoring Georgia. Even this summer, I had guys literally DM me and say, "How do you, you don't know what you're talking about?" Because everybody knows Smile is an Auburn lean. Smile. There's a, there's a big reason that a lot of people haven't changed their prediction for Smile Monday. Smile Monday was in love with the recruiting efforts of T. Will. But he was in love with Georgia as a program, if that makes sense. Smile Monday was closer than T. Will, but he loved Georgia as a program. So with that being said, with Georgia kind of, you know, just looking like a big dog right now, uh, it's it's kind of shifting some guys. Uh, Scooby, I mean, Scooby was locked and loaded, ready to go. Right, he was. He would have committed. A lot of people, you know, there's rumors out about his uh commitment video already being shot to Auburn and things of that nature. But I won't get into all of that. But what I will say is he didn't put it out yet, and he's got a lot of things to think about. Facetime with uh, he and that in the week leading up, he was facetiming. With the coaches all the way. It wasn't just the Georgia game. It was already on his head. But the Georgia game was just the icing on the cake. I hate to say it. One game doesn't matter. But if you continually to sh- if you continuously show that we aren't one of those programs on the rise and we're actually in the decline, it's going to affect recruiting. So that's why this game is so important. Another reason why this game is so important against South Carolina. Trevin Wallace. Right now in the SEC, Auburn's biggest competition for Trevin Wallace is South Carolina. Boston College is, he's committed there, right? But a lot of people in the know don't feel like he will actually ever play in the ACC. It's a, he's an SEC linebacker. His coach is an Auburn guy. T. Will was one of the first people to offer him. But they are recruiting the hell out of him in Gamecock country. So that's one game that this guy will be watching. So you're going to perform admirably in this game. Tank Bigsby was almost going to South Carolina last year. So hopefully this is one of those personal things for him where he goes and says, okay, I want to show these guys what they missed out on. Even though he chose Auburn, I know he'll want to perform well. So hopefully we can put together the type of performance that we need to because let's think about this. Arkansas was probably the worst offensive line we'll see and probably possibly the worst defensive line we'll see this year. South Carolina beat the hell out of Vanderbilt last week, right? But Vanderbilt was down 20-something players. And, and, and I super commend Derrick Mason for having the integrity to play that game last week because he was only two or three players away from being able to cancel that game and postpone it. I think you got to have 53 or 55 or something like that. But I think they only had maybe 56 or 57. So you add one or two guys to the contract tracing list, to the contact tracing list, and you don't have to play that game last week. You can wait till your guys get better. But they had the integrity to play that game and do it the right way. So uh, kudos to Vanderbilt and uh, Derek Mason. But outside of that, I don't think South Carolina are world beaters, and I don't think we are either. 
I think this is one of those games where you start to sift through the competition in the SEC and you start to see who's who and where 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 a certain team is. There are linebackers committed to South Carolina that want to come to Auburn. There are guy there are multiple guys committed to South Carolina looking at South Carolina that may want to come to Auburn. Like this is a big game and Auburn for the five stars like. We know who we are, we're in on the big guys. Amarius Mims went to Georgia. I mean, everybody knew that. He flirted with Auburn a little bit, but, you know, we, everybody pretty much knew that. But we need to separate ourselves and get ourselves back in the driver's seat to show that we're a program on the rise. We've got a young quarterback. Guys want to play with this guy, especially if he plays four years. They're seeing themselves in an Auburn uniform, and they're not liking what they're seeing right now. So I do expect for Auburn to put a better product on the field this week. Super excited to get Jalen Simpson back because he's absolutely a dog. And it'll kind of just give the secondary a boost. I want to send like a shout out to Christian Tut. Why? Because everybody's on his head right now. But I feel like we're not putting him in the best position for him to be successful. I think that we, with us having to do so much in order to manufacture a pass rush, we aren't able to protect him. And allow him to do what he does best, which is to make plays in that 10 to 15 yard radius. So, uh, you got some love here, Tut, because I see what type of ball player you are. And I think it's a confidence thing. It's more so of a head thing. So, before he's even playing, he's thinking about other things that have happened. He's too, he's too far in his head. And we saw it happen last year with the punt, with the uh, punt return duties he had. You know, he had a couple big games and he looked maybe a muff from a previous game, contribute to the next game. And I think that once he gets his head straight, once he starts to make more plays closer to the line of scrimmage, we'll start to see him start to perform better throughout the season. But right now, he's a guy whose confidence is low. And so, Auburn fans, I know, you know, I'm dark Auburn all the way, but I'm still Auburn. And the Auburn way is to send love to some of these guys. So, man, send them some love, man. You know, we ain't going to beat them up too bad. But we also going to keep it real. And the performance and the product that we have been putting on the field has been – not up to Auburn standards. We aren't as talented as a team as we've been in previous years. But we do have so much potential. But we got to play the potential. We got to play these guys. What are we holding them for? Why? Why are we holding them? We have to get out of some of those those old ways of, oh, well, this guy's been here longer and this guy has done so much for the program. We can't go that route anymore. Not when Georgia is sending out third-string five-stars. Not when Alabama is sending out fourth-string five-stars. Guys been in the program for four years. We got, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, the competition that we think we are. And Auburn has the mentality that we're on that level. Right? We have that mentality. We've recruited in the top ten multiple years. But recruiting in the top ten in the nation is good for only fourth or fifth in the SEC a lot of years. So, it's going to be up to the coaching staff to make up that difference to start to get some of those higher-rated guys to come to Auburn. Right now, I'm, I'm really worried about our recruiting class based on the product that we're putting on the field. Now, do I think we can turn it around? I definitely think this can be a turning point in our season and a turning point in our recruiting efforts. I 1,000% I believe that. But we got to do it this weekend. So I'm going to be watching the game just like this. Insane Asylum. Dukes, the insane Auburn fan. I got to do it. Let's talk about the offensive line. Offensive line looked a lot better last week. Uh, pass protection still wasn't where I would have liked it to be in. 
Uh, but I think the combination of Keandre Jones and Broderius Ham on the right side is probably the best combo we have. I like Brandon Council at left guard. Uh, and Troxel and Jackson rotating to probably be pretty good for us. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about Nick Brahms. Um, Nick Brahms, I, I, he's another guy who I think confidence is shot, and I think he's thinking about it way too much. He's uh, he, he's given up a lot when it comes to missed assignments, and he's the most senior guy. And I think that when he starts to put it back together, and he, you have to string along good games to get your confidence right. Any of those years when we go on those six, seven game winning streaks, you string along one game. You get one and no multiple weeks, and you start to put together, and you start to jail, and you start to put together good games, and then you start to see a difference in the mentality of the team. I knew from the way we looked in pregame against Georgia, we were going to get smacked, right? I saw it. I was hoping, I was hoping that we would have came back, but you could just look and see, like, we, we, we weren't ready. The offensive line definitely wasn't ready, right? Okay, so cool. Now we got a couple of games. The Tennessee game, huge for the same reason the South Carolina game is. There are a lot of guys looking at Tennessee. Smile Monday isn't a done deal to Georgia. Right now, and I'm saying this, and you know, Auburn is running third right now. It's Georgia, Tennessee, 1A, 1B, Auburn second. Right now for Smile Monday. I'm not as concerned as I was in the past because a guy that we may be in a driver's seat for, Trevin Wallace, absolutely a dog. Man, not every week he's doing it. 95-yard punt return last week, man. And if you really want to see an athletic guy, there's not a whole lot of difference between. And I really like to compare Trevin Wallace to Xavier Soar. Exact type, same type of player, never leave the field. Big guy, fast guy. They both can return punts. And Trevin Wallace is literally high-pointing the ball, playing wide receiver. I mean, this guy is a freak of nature, so... I would be very, very surprised to see him not be ranked a high four-star by the time it's over with. And it, it's, I mean, if not, then okay, fine. Rank him a two-star. I want him. I want him. As far as being, he's probably the best linebacker on the field right now in Georgia, period. So, uh, and Georgia's sniffing around. Like, uh, I, I I can confirm that. Georgia is on him. And um, it's not a contingency plan. That boy is playing out of his mind, so. We definitely, with South Carolina being right there in the mix, this is a game that we really want to win. But let's talk about our current linebackers, too. If you ever want to see who's the next guy up in the future, watch special teams for Auburn. Watch kickoff return in particular. If you saw Desmond Tisdale last week knocking dudes out, you just got to watch it. Please go back. Look at the replay. Just look at our kick returns. Watch Desmond Tisdale. I saw one play. He cleared two dudes in the same play. Not the dude out. Boom. Gets up. Runs and finds another one. Boom. Same thing. I'm telling you, that's a guy to watch out for. I'm not sure if he has all the plays down. But what I know when he touches the field, he is not scared to pull that pin. He's about that action. So, shout out Desmond Tisdale. Uh Shout out to Zion Puckett. Shout out to uh, the special. Shout out to Jordan Peter. Special teams has been spe very special for us this year. Shout out to uh, Anderson uh, Anderson Carlson, Anders Carlson, excuse me. Big time kick. Now, what I will say, what I did like is that Gus had so much confidence in the kicker to go back and put him back out on the field after he just missed the kick, right? So we can keep talking about 
oh well, the 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 fumble or whatever, the fumble spike, spike a fumble, the spumble, the fike, whatever you want to call it, right? Usually, Anders Carlson would have already had the game iced away with that field goal that he missed pre, pre previously, right? We wouldn't even been in that situation, but he didn't. But he came back and did it, so shout out to him. So, guys, listen. We are in for the ride of our lives in 2020 already. And as an Auburn fan, and especially Auburn and Atlanta Falcon fan, I pray for you. I pray for me. This is how I watch every game. <laughs> this is how I watch the game, man. I got to look at my son and get back happy, man. Happy birthday, man. So, look, I'm going to get out of here, right? This is what I want y'all to do. Go follow me and shoot me some questions that you won't answer, right? And I'm going to do my damnest to have an answer. Hopefully, I can do it by the end of the week. Either I'll do it on the J-Boy Show or I'll drop another trusted school. All right? Man, thank y'all. I love y'all to death, man. Keep the faith. And it is time for Dark Auburn. Dukes is 